Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. Experience the unconventional. Hello? The unpredictable. Don't you think that's a bit weird? And the completely unorthodox. It was my birthday. With rule-free Ian Lee. Uh, I was just trying to generate a bit of content. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Hate alarm clock. Hate going to work. On Talk Radio. She's kicked off her high heel shoes. Made of the Spanish leather. Put on an old pair of brogues to follow the gypsy laddie. Late at night, her lord come home and he's inquiring for his lady. The servant's down on his knees and said she's away with seven gypsies. Well, it is Saturday morning. It's 9.42 and I'm off to uh, interview Nick Jones, um, a man who I knew nothing about until I heard a brilliant programme on Radio 4, 4 Extra actually, half past one in the morning a few months ago. And since then, I've become vaguely obsessed. Now I'm driving all the way, it's, it's to, well it's near Tavistock, it's miles away, well, let me just see exactly where we're going. Um, well, it's four hours and 19 minutes away, 226 miles. So, man alive, I hope to get there by about, well, if I can get there for half two, three, take it nice and easy, that'll be good. Um, and we'll have a chat with Nick Jones and his wife, Julia, who have been incredibly accommodating and um, very kind. Right, let's go. Fifty-six, I sailed on board a ship called Byron One. She's carried trawl, a men on deck, and a harpoon, whaling gun. Oh, you trawler men, come on, forget your snapper and your prawn. For it's out of Ballina we'll sail, for 
fishing for the humpback wine. Junior. Hello, I'm Ian. Oh, lovely to meet you at last. Oh, I'll be gentle with your hand. Nice to see you. Tendonitis or oh, something. No. Something like that. RSI. They don't know. They just give you a load of painkillers. Painkillers and a little thing to put on. Yeah. How are you doing? Okay. Nice to meet you at last. Yeah. Come through. Thank you. You're tall. I'm quite tall, yes. <laughs> there is that. This area is amazing. It is. Beautiful. Yes. Absolutely beautiful. Which way? Did you come over Dartmoor? I came through Dartmoor, yeah. Um, Nick. Hey, it's Nick. Ian. I'm Ian. Hey, hey. Nice to meet you at last. <laughs> How are you doing, sir? Yeah, fine. I brought a bottle of wine just to say <laughs> thank you very much for oh, letting me come, very kind. come and say hello. Very, very it's very nice to meet you. Yeah. Would you like to come down from? From one, uh, Aylesbury. Aylesbury. So yeah. it's just taken four hours or so. It's yeah. not bad, actually. It's not bad, and it's a lovely drive. Yeah. yeah. Listening yeah. to some Nick on the way, <laughs> listening to some radio. Yeah, it's a mistake. Bad mistake. Bad mistake. Go and have a think. Can I get you a tea or a coffee? Coffee would be lovely, please. Uh, White, no sugar. Proper coffee, as opposed to oh, instant. Proper coffee, if you have a proper <laughs> coffee. <laughs> All right, well... I'm in the house with Nick Jones. Nice to meet you, Nick. That's OK. <laughs> um, uh, tell how long you've been in this house, because this is incredible. It's an amazing view oh, out of that window. It's a lovely place. Yeah, we've been here about 10 years, yeah. 10 years so, 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 so. Before that, we were in rubbish places, like Yorkshire. <laughs> and you can't say Yorkshire. Is Yorkshire rubbish? No. And, and uh, what sort of place? Cambridgeshire as well. No, that was, that was rubbish too. And Chelmsford, that was even worse. <laughs> So whenever we moved, we'd always, I, hate, I always, always hate the places yeah. where we moved. This is the first place where I actually moved in and wanted to be here. What's so uh, different about this place? Though? I don't know. It's it's just, just, yeah, it's just, feels nice. You know? yeah. And it also, it was it was a wreck which we had to redo. We had to rebuild it, you know. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, a lot of them had to be rebuilt because it, there were no floors, you know. There, there were no, everything oh. was a real mess. And the whole place was yellow. It was painted yellow. And it was all ridiculous, awful place. It's now very tasteful white. Yeah. Uh, there is a, there are floors. You've got floors. Yeah, yeah that's that's great. There are wooden floors over there. But uh... your cat is drinking milk out of that milk jug. Come on now, Smudge. <laughs> that's not for you, is it? Unbelievable. She likes milk. Um, cats like milk. Cat. Apparently, it's bad for cats. Yeah. You're not supposed to give them milk. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. No, I thought that was something that they liked to have and then they were okay with it. Yeah. Uh, now, Nick, I was saying, I'm going to be honest, I didn't. I hadn't heard of you until about four or five months ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I told you, I've got a, I have a, a strained relationship with English yeah. folk and yeah. I, I tried it and I would keep dipping in. Should I push her down? Come on, Smudge, that's not... She's gone. I would keep trying to dip in. Well, don't whack her with your cane. It's not that bad. Um, and it, there was just something about it. I just couldn't. There would be a couple of songs, and I just couldn't quite get into it. And then I heard this documentary about you on... It was on 4 Extra, one thirty in the morning. And just the story blew me away, and we'll talk about the story in a bit. But, man, you're... What's the story? <laughs> you, 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 were, you were on the way up, and then you hit a truck. I mean, that's, yeah. that's the story. It's pretty good, yeah. It's, it's not a bricks. <laughs> we'll get there in a minute. But the music, the music grabbed me. It was the first time I'd heard English folk, or, you know, at least a kind of variation on it, yeah. where it made me go, whoa, this is... 
This is incredible. How did you how did you get started? By having by, by having a, a good method of playing, right. which was to hit the guitar and got a nice beat out of it, yeah. and you whack it, you whack it with the your ball of your thumb hits the bridge, and you get a, a clicking, and it's, uh, it gives you, gives you like a drummer sound yeah. with, with the guitar, and that that, was, that supports the guitar. But how did you how did you develop that? When when did you? And I'm aware that you, your memory's not as good as it was. You've warned me, so there may be some blanks or there may be some lies. We just don't know. <laughs> but do you remember when you we first got a guitar? Who who were you trying to be when you first picked I was up? Trying to be Hank Marvin. No, really, Hank, Hank Marvin. Marvin. Yeah. Wow. He's a great guitar yeah. player, I felt, and I wanted to be like him. So I wanted so I played to play things like Apache and the Frightened City, wow. and I played them on the guitar to, to learn. And I, I had a guitar, but it was a, the first guitar I got was a, a Chinese, and it cost me four pounds ten. Yeah. That's ten shillings. That was yeah. old money, and uh, and I bought bought this guitar and. Trying to learn, learn to play Hank Marvin stuff on this on this guitar. People, I think Hank's been f- kind of forgotten that he was sort of the first British oh, guitar yeah. hero yeah. that we had, and he inspired a lot of people. Yeah. And he's sort of been consigned to to the history books a bit. I think. Yeah, but he's a great great guitar player. He was great, and the shadows were were ace. I, d- I didn't like Cliff Richards very much. I no. found him a bit of a strange character, but. Uh, I didn't really like him very much, but I liked the, the guitar, the yeah. guitar playing. Yeah. Well, then how? Because because Hank Marvin was was kind of rock, I guess you could rock and roll. Really? How did you then move from that to to folk music and traditional folk music as yeah. well? Well, I was asked to join a group by some, some people who were at the Halliard, and they were a group in Chelmsford, yeah. and they played 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 in this folk club that they owned. And the guy, who, the main singer, he used to have a, a, a magazine which was what's it called called just called folk music, I suppose, something like that. And uh, a title, uh, yeah. yeah. And uh, he he was he was the, 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 he did the club he had to own the club mm. and uh, he wanted to wanted to keep the club the group going and the, the, the guitar player at the time Jeff Harris he was and he was, he was a good guitar player but uh, he was leaving he didn't want to become didn't want to get, become a professional professional and he, he wanted to stay at home and. Uh, had to do his job, yeah. whereas the others we wanted to do, get out, get round and get some money and get some guitars and get some girls. I'm guessing yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, just as just as Julia walks in. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all, it's all sorts of good fun. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and then uh, I, I I played the guitar, so I said. I said I help you out playing the guitar a bit for, in the group, and we and. Uh, I, I go around with you. We yeah. do a few bookings, and so I've become a professional at that point, a yeah. professional singer, because uh, I didn't really like doing the jobs that I was, I'd been doing. What were you doing? What was what well, was your day job? The best job actually was was uh, as a lifeguard in a swimming pool, the Chelsea swimming pool, wow. and that was really good. But most of the jobs I was doing were, were office jobs, you know, yeah. and I tried to be, you know, sort of Mister Mister Smarty Pants in, in London, and I was, it was rubbish. It was awful. <laughs> Awful stuff, and uh, so I didn't want to stop that work. You know, I thought well, the idea of singing a few songs and then getting money for yeah. that was a great idea. And I, sat, and I sat, realized that there was good money there. What what year was this roughly? Do you remember? Ooh, late seventies, early early sixties. I don't know. I mean, I, 
I'm trying to think. Yeah. Well, it probably would have been like mid sixties, maybe sixty four, sixty five. Yeah, well, I was uh, about twenty ish when we started okay. started playing in, in the group, and that was forty uh, seven. So that would be sixty seven. Okay, sixty seven. Because we were you never tempted? Because obviously, six people think of sixty seven. They think of like Sergeant Pepper and the yeah. Beatles and the yeah. Stones and all of that. Yeah, you were never tempted to. Go down the rock route, the psychedelic kind of. That's what I wanted to do. Really? You yeah. Want to do folk? No. Oh. No, I just got that opportunity to do get a few shekels, <laughs> get a few bookings in. This you folk hold yourself out to get some. Oh, good for you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to play rock and roll. Yeah. 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 I wanted. It would have been Hank Marvin playing Stratton Stratton City. That's yeah. what I was after doing. But you ended up in the in the folk group. Yeah. Doing the rounds. How much were you getting paid for those gigs? Well, I think at the time there were about it was about twenty quid per booking. That's not bad for yeah. mid to late sixties, is it? That's that's pretty. Yeah, good. it was okay. It's good. It's good. It's good money. And then also, the fact it only took an hour. What I didn't realise, or I should have should have really thought about it, was that really the majority of the job was actually driving. Right. Yeah. You know, it's driving, not not singing. Singing, you sing for an hour. Yeah. You drive for about six hours. Yeah. I've heard musicians say they yeah. they do the gigs for free. They get paid for the yeah. travelling. Yeah. That's that's what they earn yeah. their money for. Yeah, and that, that's what's what wrecked me in the end is the travelling. And I used to go. To, I, used to, I used to do a, a series of folk clubs, and then at the last 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 group, the last booking on a, on a tour, I'd drive home right which was after the singing so and I was swacked out tired yeah yeah and um, that's what happened I fell asleep and whacked a lorry well let's 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 yeah. do that and then we'll go back to the music so I want to yeah. kind of celebrate the music but the an integral part of your story is the is the car crash after oh, yeah. a gig what yeah. when was this 82 82 uh, so so yeah so I don't, you I don't remember. No, <laughs> Of course you would remember. Sorry, I did. You don't remember any of the night. You played a gig. From what I have read, yeah. you played a gig it driving... Glossop, it was. Glossop. Glossop, that's where the booking was. Do you remember, do you remember the gig at all? No. No. No, I, I, know I did it, because I, most, most, I did most, most of the towns in England I did. Yeah. At some point, yeah. When you were gigging around that... Era, late seventies, early eighties. What was the setup? Was it just you with a guitar yeah. going off in a car on your own? Yeah, you, you drive drive for a few hours to get to Manchester or somewhere and, yeah. and do the Manchester Folk Club, get some money, and then go home if, if possible. Or, or if I was got another booking in, Man- in Manchester region, I'd then stay overnight somewhere. And, yeah. And uh, well, I also stay with some of the folk club, right. uh, some of the folk off operators, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, um, I used to do, I do, do a tour for about maybe a week or so. I do in the same region. I yeah. do say Liverpool, Manchester, you know, where's, for, uh, what's the other place? Come on, uh, Birmingham and then yeah, so go around. Uh, the I go, go around. You'd go to an area for a week, yeah. hang out, and then come yeah. back home. Yeah, yeah. So the accident. Yeah. Um, you're driving home, and yeah. you you only know this because people have told you what happened. Yeah. You hit a truck carrying a load of bricks. Yeah. Yeah. What happened? I think I fell asleep. I think I don't. I don't remember this at all. Julia is, is shaking her head. Do you want to tell us? Well, you don't know for something. I, I know very... certain. I mean, I drove over there so many times going back and forth to the hospital and you'd just gone over a little bridge and you shake. 
So I don't, it was a bend, a notorious mm. bend that has a road off it that reflects lights off and if a car was parked up there. So he, uh, we're not sure he went to sleep or they reckon that he didn't I'm sleep. Come over here, he, this is... he had a burst tyre, but that was probably caused through the accident. Um, and it was a new car. <laughs> so whether he was fiddling... Um, you don't know. I, I don't know, but I, I don't think it was assumed you fell asleep because for for him that time of night was quite normal. Right, yeah. right. But a new car. I was probably got a heater. Maybe the heater. Yeah. I don't. Who knows? We never know, Nick. But uh, maybe, maybe the guy came out without any lights on. You're thinking of Prince Philip now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're getting things confused. Yeah. <laughs> but it was very strange that the, the yeah, a friend of the drivers actually came round to see me, which I thought was very odd, mm. asking, did Nick remember anything about the oh. accident? But that may have um, just been genuine concern. When did you, Julia, find out that he'd been in a really serious accident? Well, about um, a couple of hours after, yeah, I was already up. I, I knew something was wrong. Yeah. Um, and, and so I was up, waiting almost for a knock at the door. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I can't even begin to imagine. That must have been yeah. well, horrible. Yeah, yeah so it's something... Yeah. <laughs> it was... Um, but I think, you know, people, it must be the same for people whose husbands do anything, yeah. they're on the road a lot. There's always yeah. that, that possibility, isn't there? Mm. And it's just that um, you get a sort of a sense of something. Oh, we always used to, I always used to wake up just before he came in. Yeah. Right, okay, yeah. And we always worked out roughly who, how far away he was. Yeah, yeah. Where he was thinking, oh, nearly there. Whatever it is, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to dwell on the accident. So, a couple more questions, then we'll kind of go back yeah. to the music because that's the important stuff. And the accident is horrible, but that's a great accident. Thank you. <laughs> but you, you did nearly die. Oh yeah, I did. Um, when you, ca- you yeah, it took all the blood off me. It took all the blood out. All of it. All of it. No, no, no. 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 replaced it with some other oh, stuff. Oh, we put some other stuff in there. <laughs> when you came out, is it true? I've heard that when people come out of a coma or a stroke, yeah. that and they struggle to speak, that all they can remember are swear words. Is yeah. that true? Yeah, yeah. So you, you'll just. But I was. I was. I had a few, few few months before I came out of the swear words. Really, I was out for a count. Yeah, count. Yeah, but they were the first words, more or less. Yeah. And I've then heard this from a few people. He'd yeah. make up words, right. so you'd get odd odd words like obligong. Obligong. Yeah. Pajabas. Pajamas. Nick. No, not. Burma. Never knew what they meant. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's yeah. swear words. <laughs> and I remember another singer, Tony Rose. His father had. I think he had a stroke or something. Mm. And all, I mean, he said, I've never heard who his father swear in his whole right. life. He said, and this torrent of abuse came out. I've heard if you go to stroke wards, there's, there's yeah. because I don't know, I guess it's because the F word and the S word, they're so, they mean everything. They can yeah. mean, you know, beautiful things and horrific. They can mean, they can mean everything, yeah. aren't they? So my means of expression, it's, it's, it's a necessity. You have to swear. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to the music a bit. You, you, penguin eggs. 
is um, is a masterpiece. When did that come out? 81? 80. 80. Look into the historian over there. <laughs> what Do you remember anything about that, recording that album, realising that this was something really different from what you'd done before? No, no, I never, never think that much about... I never think about it much. When I was done it, I'd done it, and I forget about it then. Mm. I never, never listened to it much, yeah. No. Never used to listen to my records. Because it's cited as like one of the top 100 albums of all time, one of the 50 albums you must listen to before you die. In between, uh, who was it? Uh, the good rock singer, uh, what's his name? Uh, Wasn't it, was David Bowie one of them? David Bowie, yeah. and who was it? And the Rolling Stones, yeah, yeah. Well, I was in between them. That's not bad, is it? Yeah. Number 79. <laughs> <laughs> not that you're keeping score or anything, no, 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 no. but that's something to be... I mean, that's something to be incredibly proud of. Yeah, and Bob Dylan nicked your... Didn't he nick a, um, yeah. a song off you? Kennedy Hours. Yeah, yeah. Kennedy Hours. That's yeah. a great song. Yeah. He nicked it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he's famously... I mean, I wouldn't want to call him a plagiarist, but... Oh, he's, he's, a great, he's a great songwriter. He's, oh, he's great. He's great. But he's, he's a little fantastic. bit of a tea leaf as well. Oh, he he's, he's, he's a great performer. I just like him. Mm. I, saw, I heard him in... Perth in Australia for doing a concert there and he, he was really great I'm seeing again I'm late to Dylan I couldn't get into Dylan for years oh, yeah. and then last year I was there was um, what was, there was this oh I think it was Blind Willie McTell I don't know if you know yeah. that song <sighs> that opened the, the gateway to Bob Dylan I'm seeing him in yeah. concert in July for the first time yeah. I hear it's it, his concerts these days are very hit or miss it's either <laughs> going to be amazing or it's going to be a car crash yeah, yeah, yeah. we shouldn't really use that phrase I <laughs> oh, sorry. I just realised how inappropriate that was. <laughs> sorry, that wasn't, that wasn't deliberate. The radio show where the owls are not what they seem. Do you or have you ever watched Twin Peaks? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. We could be dreaming and meeting each other in our dreams. On Talk Radio. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Uh. 
Excuse me. Oh, Dad. Just... Hello, I'm Martin Kellner. And I'm his daughter, Ruthie. We do a podcast. It's called Ruthie, Me and My Dad. In which I tell him how he's wrong about most things. And I explain to her who the Bee Gees were. It's on Acast and Apple Podcasts. And all your favourite podcast providers. It's a unique generation gap conversation between a baby boomer dad... And his Generation Z daughter. That's Ruthie, Me and My Dad. Brand new episodes every Thursday. The radio show that knows truth is always stranger than fiction. Week Monday, I get shoes. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Because they're too real to be part of my imagination. On Talk Radio. Um, So, you were saying before we started talking, you did the first two solo albums in 70, 71, I think they were. Yeah, yeah. Were they? You don't rate them, though. Oh, rubbish. No, they're not, though, man. <laughs> why, do, why do you think that? They were, they were good, they were good, but uh, the songs were never, they meant nothing, really, to me. I mean, that was a good thing. Uh, anyway, the songs meant nothing to Vic, so I didn't really like traditional folk songs. And what I wanted to do, actually, was at the end, I was trying to change to become a contemporary singer right. rather than a traditional singer. Right. But I was known as a traditional singer who did ballads and all this stuff. And uh, I didn't want to be that. I wanted to write songs myself. So I started to So write. is that why you, there was the big gap between the first two albums and then the next album? Is there a gap of, sort of six, yeah. seven years, something yeah. like that? Is that because you just didn't probably know what you probably, wanted to say? Probably with me, it was laziness, because I was very lazy. <laughs> You're a lazy man. I've always been a very lazy man. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I wasn't very, very lazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But it's it's saved saved me in a lot of in a lot of senses, yeah. So if if um, well, I wanted to become a songwriter rather right. than rather than sing, sing just a singer, you know. And I didn't really I didn't really uh, have any connection with any of traditional songs much, you know. Right. And so I wanted to, to sing songs which express express what I felt myself. So did you are you say because I, I saw in one of the albums uh, uh, that you covered a Loudon Wainwright. Song oh, yeah. and a Randy Newman song. Are those the kind of people you were aspiring yeah, to be? Yeah, yeah. Hit me with the rhythm stick was one song which got me going. Really, the yeah. injury. Yeah, fantastic. You didn't record that, did you? No, I didn't. <laughs> God, I'd love to hear a Nick Jones version of that. Imagine. It was a great, great song. Yeah, but also the swimming song that. Uh, yeah, Loud Man did, and that was from the McGarrigal sisters. I learned it from the McGarrigal sisters right. because one of them was married to. Oh yeah, of yeah. course, of course. Yeah. And he, that, in the end, and she did, she died now. Yeah. yeah. But she was, they were great as a group. The McGarrigal sisters, yeah. I, I, I fell in love with them. They were fantastic. We had we had Loudon on the show. He came on the show, oh, and man alive, he can he can tell stories. As yeah. obvious in his songs in his book that he, yeah. he wrote last year. He's an incredible man. Have you met him? No. Really? I've never met him. He's a great, great guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'd say he was a great guy. I don't know where he's there. <laughs> he may have been a bastard, for all we know. No, I, I suspect not. I suspect he wasn't. He might have been boring. <laughs> he might have been bigger, do not he? He was being recorded by a friend of ours yeah. who told him that Nick had recorded the swimming song yeah. and, that, and what had happened to Nick. And at the end of the show, yeah. um, after the show had turned off, he... He recorded the swimming song for Nick oh, and said, wow. "Here, here, wow. Nick, buddy." <laughs> um, well, yeah, I that, did, did that a few songs. A few, few other songs he put on the table, didn't he? Um, yeah. I don't know whether that yeah. did, but yeah, yeah. But he did that for you. Yeah. yeah, so that was really nice. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good chat there. After the accident, did you 
Um, were you frustrated? Because obviously you were you were physically damaged. Yeah. You couldn't play guitar yeah. as as well or at all as. Uh, at all. At all. I could, mainly because the right hand. Right. Everything was the right hand was the outside of the car. Everything was smashed, the legs, arms, everything, yeah. and uh, my eyes, everything. And it's outside. And the right hand was was never there to play with the rhythm. Because right. I wanted to play, I to play the rhythm. That's your te- that was your technique. Yeah, yeah, to get the rhythm. But I could never get the beats, and I had to, to spend ages trying to get the rhythm, being able to pluck the strings, and mm. and I, was, I couldn't organise these fingers at all. Mm. And they started to, after a while, it started to come back. It's, yeah. Starting to come back now, and there's there's obviously a, there's a little bit of uh, I hope this doesn't sound offensive brain damage, oh, yeah. in as much as that you you forget words and yeah. you get a little bit jumbled and you're yeah. quite forgetful. That may be old age, Nick. I don't know. No, but... no I had to relearn, relearn the lang- whole language. Did you? Yeah, yeah, I had to relearn. And I had these lovely nurses. They taught me all these words that I never knew, like like promise and will you and won't you. Wow. And it was amazing. They taught, taught me the words I, I didn't know. You know. It, as a performer and as a songwriter and as a musician, that must have been, I mean, frustrating. Can't even oh, yeah, be, yeah. you know, yeah. can't even touch the surface of it, surely. How did you how did you cope with that? I mean, did you come out and try and play again or did you yeah. kind of give up? What was what was the deal? No, I never, never gave up. I just wanted to, wanted to play the guitar mm. and I just had to always practice and trying to get, try and pick the strings because I used to pick very individual strings yeah. and then whack them and all, all things that my right hand used to do was, and the left hand was okay. I could play the chords but right. I couldn't play the actual notes right with the, the, the right hand and that was what's so frustrating was I could never get the rhythm and I wanted rhythm you know, yeah. as well as all that. this is what we were saying earlier you're, hit, you're, me hit me with your rhythm yeah, stick but your technique is you can hear the right hand slapping the guitar yeah. and slapping the strings yeah. and it's you don't need yeah. um, a drummer you've, you've got it all going off in yeah. the right hand and if you yeah. couldn't do that that must have been tough for everybody you know yeah. having an incredibly talented man not being able to express himself in a way that yeah. he would want to that must have been tough for you Julia yeah having to listen to <laughs> <laughs> I listen to that racket yeah. and it's still, the, it's still he still goes on but yeah. I mean the damage is, is as someone <clears throat> with a stroke yeah. so there's the spasticity that gets in the way of you know he's yeah. going along fine and um, then it stops. Brain doesn't connect. But yeah. I mean, he's actually he's coped very well, and it was only because he was so laid back anyway. Um, he, he used to say, you know, people say, oh, you know, it's dreadful, and he said, yeah, but it could have been worse. I could have gone further on and been killed outright. So. <laughs> that was always his attitude. It, the, the the world must have been surprised then when you came back I guess is, is the the phrase and did some gigs what year would those gigs have been early 2000s again we're looking to Julia it's not that long ago is it was it 2010 could be no, no it's, it's later than that isn't it oh really I don't remember um, I didn't remember <laughs> well it doesn't matter well, it's, it's not as long ago as that I mean okay. since we've been here so it's about five years ago yeah so the, what what made you do that after not playing since the accident? Get some cash. <laughs> there you go. One of the shekels. <laughs> it was really down to Stuart Lee. Oh, the comedian, yes. He did. Um, he was curating at the Fest Queen Queen Elizabeth Hall, is it? 
um, on the South Bank, the South Bank. Um, I can't remember now. But he um, had he wanted other singers to sing his songs. Right. And then, um, uh, and I think you did one with Pete. And then after that, Sidmouth wanted to do it again and he learnt a couple of songs because we thought it would be nice if he did it mm. and that's really how it started mm. then yeah you nervous going back on stage no no not no, no, no I was never nervous but uh, only time I was nervous is you see someone else on the bill who was a big flash guy and, uh, yeah uh, Martin Carthy was on or Eric Clapton or somebody I'd, I'd, I'd be nervous <laughs> but if I was by myself I was the main star yeah. I was okay just Enjoyed seeing it, yeah. And you did a series of shows with your boy Joe. Joe, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was great fun. That was because Joe is he's a great character, and he everything is. He looks. I know it's not surprising. He's your son. He looks exactly like you. The <laughs> eyebrows, the face, the everything. He looks. Inc- it's uncanny. He's, he's a great, great, great kid. Yeah, he's a great, great. Well, what was good about it? He was always. I was. Wanted a laugh. He laughed at everything, and that's a great thing. It's a good thing. Well, I've seen a video of you two, and it is hilarious. Yeah. You're just taking the piss out of each other for the whole show, and it's quite funny because the audience don't. They're sort of like they're there for the songs, and they're there to see you. You know, thinking they'd probably never see you again, and then suddenly you two are just battling each other in the audience like I don't know what is going on here there's, 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 I think it was Kennedy I we had to, to do a guitar break and he played the break and it was complete rubbish he fell the wrong notes the wrong notes is out of, out of time it was, it was hopeless and I was taking the fits out with then <laughs> it's, it's good you, you were telling me you didn't even know he could play the guitar no I didn't know no no he, he'd learnt over a period of time he, he liked rock and roll yeah he didn't really didn't like folk music much no. so what he went away to college or something and uh, came no, back working up in Newcastle, Newcastle. working yeah, yeah. and um, his uh, a couple of chaps he shared flat with they they were into music and so really that's when he started playing with them right um, sort of got interested and he was into like you was into rock and roll yeah. as well, slightly harder rock. I think, like Iron Maiden and stuff. Yeah, you were saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was it like being on stage with your son? That must have. I'm assuming it was a thrill, wasn't it? Yeah, it was exciting. Yeah, it's good. It's great. It's great. Yeah, yeah. I was very proud of him. Yeah. He was a great, great kid. Yeah, it's really good. But he he thinks nothing of it. <laughs> he doesn't cash in on it. No. He could, he could do loads of bookings, but he never does them. Never does them. Well, we was, again, we were saying before, it must be tough, because I imagine there's, there was a certain amount of pressure on him to kind of be you, to be the next chapter in yeah. the Nick Jones, you know, a tribute to my father. And yeah. I guess if you, you don't want to do that, you don't want to do that. No, no, he doesn't, no. no. He, he's... Um... He, should, he, should, he, could, he could earn a living playing mm. the guitar and singing and that, but he, he would never bother to do it. You did a couple of new songs yeah. in there. Now, there was a song that I saw that's in the documentary. There's a great documentary about you, and the song called Now. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, it's a brilliant song. That, it, it, <laughs> no, it is a brilliant song. Well done for acknowledging it. Honestly, I think I, I, I listened to it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm going through a divorce, and there's all kinds of stuff going on. So you get a, a poignant song like that. Yeah. Oh, it, it just gets yeah. me there, man. It's spiritual. The great thing is, that the only point in time when we, if we really know history is gone mm. and the future is not here yet. And what is here is now. 
And that's made me realise that this is what it's all about now. Yeah. I've got to be happy now. I don't want to be happy, happy in two years' time, so we did then. <laughs> or I, don't, I wasn't happy two years ago. That was a bit boring. Yeah. You know, now is important. So when are you, are you going to... You're writing songs all the time, are you? I'm trying to, yeah, yeah. How do you do it now if, you, if you're struggling with the guitar? Do you just kind of sit there with a tape recorder? What, what's the technique now for writing? Well, if I feel that I've got something, that's an idea, I start to write things down and, mm. and, and uh, work with it that way. Yeah. Just, just write things down and try and make make, make, make sense it sound like, like it's a possible tune. And often the, the tunes themselves are simple, because the words express the tune, and people don't don't realise this. I think that the tune is is easy because the, the meaning of the words mm. tells you what note to play. You know? Right, really, okay. Surprising. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. And what is there a plan? Are you going to record these songs? Are you going to release these songs? That'd be a nice idea. Yeah, yeah. Well, do it then. <laughs> Do it, do it, do it. Julia was telling me that you'd recorded a version of Now, but you and Joe didn't think it was good enough, yeah. that you're perfectionists, yeah. and uh, you, you you don't want to put it out. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, I don't remember that. It is going out, though. Is oh. it? Is it going out? Yeah, on, on a, um, a, one of Topic's introduction. Oh, to fantastic. Oh, is that right. with the piano? That's with Linda playing, yeah, piano. I don't think Joe's playing on it. No, he did it with piano. Mm. And you, you must have heard his new songs. Any good? <laughs> oh God, this no, is awkward. No, 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 no. This is awkward. Nick, Nick wrote now a few years ago. It was after the accident, right? And he he tends to get focused on one. I mean, we've got loads of drafts of things, right? But, okay. Um, very few actually come to fruition. Right, OK, I see. Yeah. Maybe because they're crap. Yeah. <laughs> he's not that. a natural songwriter by his yeah. own admission. OK, so you, you kind of got, you, you got to drag idea. them out. To get an idea, which is sort of philosophically worth doing. Yeah. And the Now song was, that was, once I got the idea there, mm. that was it. You know, it was good. You're going to do any more shows? Are you done playing live shows? Yeah. Who knows? Really? It's not. I might not be dead in the future. Oh, come on, man. We're all going to be dead in the future. Yeah. We're all dying, but. Yeah, we're all slowly dying, yeah, that's true. But, oh, yeah, maybe. I mean, it'd be nice to do two bookings every now and then. But yeah. If, if, uh, if we get up, like. He doesn't like travelling. Right. Yeah. It's too much for him. Yeah. And uh, Joe lives in the north. <laughs> yeah. Um, Back in tapes. So that's what everyone's doing now. You need backing tapes. You need some. Yeah. I'm joking, of course. You don't want backing tapes. Yeah. That would be terrible. Yeah. yeah. And his voice isn't, as you can hear, isn't that strong these days. Yeah. 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 But this, I, I think, uh, with because uh, listen, I'm a big fan of a lot of old groups. I like the Beach Boys and the Monkeys and yeah. all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, are shut, shut up, Nick. Please don't. <laughs> don't want to fall out with you, um, but the uh, but the Beach Boys are great. Yeah, but they're old, and they, you know a lot of a lot of their shows are kind of fueled by the love from the audience. Again, in that documentary and the, the the DVD of the concert that you sent me, Julia, you can feel the love from the audience yeah, yeah. coming off yeah. towards you and Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. It's good fun. Yeah, yeah. No, mate. Well, 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 I, I wasn't a Beach Boy, so. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one original Beach Boy. The, the rest are all kids now doing it. That's what they do. Yeah, is they yeah. they get their boys to come in and yeah, uh, and do it. Yeah. Um, you've got any regrets? You, you you don't seem like the kind of man that would have 
regrets? Um, I regret driving in the wrong place. Oh, yeah, yeah. I regret hitting the... No, 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 just, uh, you bit, are you bitter about that? Is there any no. part of you that, that is like, shit, that was a bloody truck? Well, no, because, I mean, that's what happened. Wow. It doesn't matter. You know? yeah. yeah. Well, it does matter to me, but... The worst thing I did, they made me have to play the guitar better. Yeah. But the good thing is, I was as a guitar player in the old days when I used to go in the folk clubs. I wasn't a very good guitarist. I had a reputation of being a decent guitarist, but that was was not really true. I was I was a bit of a fake guitarist, a bit of a fake guitarist. Yeah. Is that what you think? Yeah, I do. Isn't yeah. that funny? I think I got a good rhythm. Yeah. Rhythm of beats, but I used to tune the guitar. So is it for something else? Yeah. But you did session work. You did session work for yeah. one of my mum's favourite singers, Barbara Dixon. Yeah. You, you, you got, you know, you don't get asked to go and play on other people's records yeah. if you're crap. No, no, yeah. So yeah. you must have had something going for you. Oh, yeah, played the, got a rhythm, got a rhythm. Mm. But uh, I, I never really understood that how to play the natural the guitar as a, as a main instrument. It was, it was a clever, clever instrument. The way the frets are, are mm. laid down, which is it's a, it's a fantastic guitar, but I never used to play in a straight tuning. Right. I used to do fake tunings. Yeah. But I think I, I think your your playing is unconventional, oh, yeah. Yeah. but unique. It's, a, it, it's very, very. There are very few guitarists who can say they've got their own style. unique style of yeah. playing. You know, and. Having recently come to your back catalogue, listening to, to your stuff, I can now tell, you know, I could tell your guitar playing from another guitarist because yeah. it's, it's you, yeah. it's your style. The great thing about, I felt, what I liked about my guitar was that there's sort of space. There was lots of gaps, yeah. which people fill, fill the gaps in themselves from listening, you know, and the words fill the gaps as well. But uh, some people, they play too fast and they have too many notes they, they, they wreck it but uh, one of the guitars uh, knocked me out was say like Martin Carthy he right. used to lose a little lot of space yeah. and that was a great thing with space and I, re- I realised that uh, what, what the guitarist needs is not to play the guitar too much but to play it at the right moment you know, Ry Cooder he was he was my space, space yeah. man he was a great guitar player because there was lots of space in it you know? I think that's an excellent yeah. observation when we do the radio show me and my friend Catherine, one of our top weapons is is silence. Because yeah. you get radio hosts and they just talk, talk. They got think they've got to fill the gap. No, 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 no. Be silent. Yeah. Let some let the guests speak or let the the listener, like you say, fill in yeah. the blanks. What guitar were you playing? You had a custom made guitar, didn't you? Uh, Do you remember? Uh, I was not remember. Yeah, there was a. Filed. Filed guitars. The guy who made those was, was a great guy up in Manchester mm. way. And uh, he was a really nice chap, he was. Yeah. Mm. But uh, his guitar was what I always had. Yeah. 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 Hey, listen, it's so nice to see you both. Thank you so much for inviting me to your home. I've had a lovely drive through the moors, <laughs> sheep and ponies in the <laughs> middle of the road. Watch out for them. <laughs> they have. Um, there's a sign saying drive slowly then they have a tally board yeah. of the number of sheep we've lost nine sheep this month and three ponies yeah. so because yeah. they've changed they've taken off the um, restrictions it used to be 40 miles an hour right and they've done away with it oh so now it's anything goes yeah. yeah why would you do that because yeah. who knows I have no idea 
Oh no, it's cra- that's crazy. Oh, I was really? driving very good. As soon as I saw the first sheep in the road, it's like, oh right, okay, this is where we are. Yeah. Let's let's just go nice and slow. Because yeah. yeah. they sleep on the road. They, the, you know, when the foals come, they just you know dart yeah. across. Yeah. You have to have your. Yeah. I mean, we usually do just about thirty, especially in lambing and foaling. Yeah. Well, it's very nice to meet you. Um, how's you? Are you able to? I've got I've got a couple of CDs to sign. Are you able to sign? Oh yeah. Okay, beautiful. Fine. I'm, I'm not going to put them on eBay. One's for me. One's for my um, mate's dad, who had a ticket to see you, and then you had your bloody accident. So he he will be. This will make up. <laughs> this will make up. So I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, listen, Nick. So nice to meet you, Julia. Thank you yeah. so much for inviting me into your home. Yeah. Um, and. Um, I keep my fingers crossed that maybe I get to see you do a show one day. Right. Thank you, Nick. Experience the unconventional. Hello. The unpredictable. Don't you think that's a bit weird? And the completely unorthodox. It was my birthday. With rule-free Ian Lee. Uh, I was just trying to generate a bit of content. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Hate alarm clock. Hate going to work. On Talk Radio. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.